Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Out and About with Antoinette. Now, this is a podcast where I get an opportunity to interview some amazing people who are from in and around the state of Delaware that are doing positive things in their communities. And today, I'm so excited because my special guest is Dee Bowden. And Dee, let me tell you a little bit about her. She is the content creator and author of Collect the Cash and the founder of BCS Solutions. She works with small businesses who want to solve their cash flow problems. Now, after collecting a mere $6 million in 60 days while working for a small IT company, Dee recognized small businesses can also fall prey to revenue loss because they don't collect the outstanding invoices. They don't collect the cash. And her revenue recovery strategies have been featured in Forbes, VIP Global, and Black Enterprise magazines. And I'm super excited to have Dee on the show today. Dee, welcome to Out and About with Antoinette. Hey, Antoinette. Thank you so much for inviting me to In and Out with you. Oh my gosh. I Can I tell you, first of all, it is, it's an honor to be here today. I'm so excited. It's been like a long time coming. So thank you so much for the opportunity. And, you know, before we started recording, you and I had talked about how we met virtually on LinkedIn. And, you know, it's amazing. And that's, you know, you, the best place to connect with the best people, you know, no offense to those other platforms, but LinkedIn is by far the best platform in which to connect with those that can expand your horizon and make you even, you know, just learn a lot more. And I want to learn a lot more about you. You know, I mean, I know you're in Maryland, but before we start talking about the book and the business, tell the listeners a little bit more about Dee. Okay, sure thing. Well, I'm Dee Bowden. I'm originally from Boston. I now live in the great state of Maryland. My fun facts are these. I love Ferris wheels, smooth jazz, and great wines, both red and white. And it's so funny because a lot of people ask me the question, well, D, Ferris wheels? Yeah, Ferris wheels. Listen, I, 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 have, I have a personal goal is I want to go ride the London Eye in London, England. Wow. Yeah, so I love Ferris wheels. Ferris wheels is like, you know, people, there's some people who love like roller coasters. That's not my thing. But if you like, I like to go to Ferris wheels. So I've been on the Ferris wheel in Maryland. I've been on the Ferris wheel in uh, Chicago at Navy Pier. Uh, Ferris wheel in Atlanta, obviously one in Boston, New Hampshire. And like I said, so I got, I got a, my, one of my, my vision board goals is to get to ride in London Eye. So that's, that's a vision board. And people are like, that's so different. I know. Well, here's another, here's another fun, fun fact. I love hot air balloon rides too. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Hot air balloons are, are, are first, first of all, in, in Albuquerque, Albuquerque, New Mexico, they have a whole festival. So mm-hmm. When I when I when I had a, a earlier birthday or earlier milestone, that's how I celebrated. I actually took I took a hot air balloon ride. That's actually something I did, and I loved them. But my 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 true my true passions are definitely Ferris wheels. I love smooth jazz. So that I'm at the Capital Jazz Fest every year for for the Day of Jazz. I'm literally there as soon as they open until they close. I I, I mean I get my food. I relax. That's that's how that's how, that's that's part of my self care. It's definitely that you got to find a thing that re- refuels you. So mm-hmm. those three things. And Philadelphia um, has that too, the jazz festival. I love the jazz festival. Oh well, Philly listen, well. we gotta we gotta connect and, and go do that. Oh, that's that's perfect. That's that's a two hour ride. Let's let's make it happen. 
Definitely. And um, they have like jazz, a lot of jazz festivals in the Maryland, the DC area, right? So yeah. that's, that's wonderful. But before you got into collect the cash and what happened was. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. That's my, that's my tag. That's part of my tagline. What had happened was, so what had happened was about 15 or so years ago, I used to work for a small IT company outside of Boston where I'm originally from. You've worked in corporate. I'm sure most of your listeners have worked in corporate. So you know how it is. You get, it's usually welcome aboard. Welcome to such and such company. You know, here's your cubicle. Here's your office. Here's your box. I joke and say, here's your plant. Well, in my case, this small IT company, about 100 or so people, they were doing really, really well. They, you know, they were making great sales. They, you know, they, they were selling IT services, software licenses, all the things. And they had a collections team. The collections, you know, so, so for those who may not, may not know what collections is, basically, that's accounts receivable in the corporate world. So they had a collections team and they had a, a bunch of people. And then they said they had a, I guess they had ran into a problem because they were, you know, they, they outsourced, they, they were looking for somebody else to come on board. So anyway, I got hired and I was hired on a part-time basis. And they said, okay, welcome aboard. Here's your list of accounts. And as for that, they said, we've got $8 million in outstanding payments from our clients. And your resume says, you know how to collect the cash. So we need you to do what you do. What you do. So I'm a believer. So me and God had a short conversation, kind of went like this. Hey, God. Yes, D. How are you? You know what, God? Overall, uh, overall, I'm fantastic. But your word says, if you lack wisdom, I'm my version is come ask me for it. So I was like, God, I need a clue on how to how to recover this kind of money. So I got quiet. And what I learned is that accounts receivable, business to business collections is three things. Actually, it's four things. One, number one is problem solving. Problem solving is, you know, is answering the question of what had happened was. Because basically, when you have invoices to, to, to your customers or to your clients and they haven't paid you on that date, the next day you should be making a phone call. But if something something hasn't if something, if something has transpired, you got to figure out what happened. So the what had happened was it's kind of like my funny way of saying let's 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 solve this problem. So this this what had happened was which is problem solving. Number two, we are all in the customer service business. Regardless of whether whether you have a business or not, you're always in customer service because people are always checking you as you know in these social media streets. They'll look, they'll look you up in a heartbeat and they're checking to see how you are, what are you posting, all the things. Well, I believe that that in, in business, customer service for collections is how are, you handling the, how are you handling the problem that came up? If there was a mistake on the invoice, if they ordered 10 sets of sneakers, they only got eight, how, what are you doing to solve the issue? Then my secret sauce is gratitude. A lot of people ask me all the time, what's up with the gratitude? I say, it's real simple. If you know, if you, if you, if you do business with other businesses, Usually when they, they do two, one or two things, on their invoice, they usually say at the bottom, thank you for your business. That's one. Number two, during the holiday season, larger larger companies or even small companies, they've gotten to the, the practice of, okay, let me let me thank my customers. So what do they do? They send you a holiday card and says, hey, thanks, Antoinette, for being my customer. We've enjoyed ser you know, servicing you all, you know, servicing, uh, servicing your, your business all year long. Uh, thank you. And wish you, you know, happy holidays, all the things. And then we look forward to, you know, continuing this relationship in, in the next year. What are they doing? They're doing gratitude because they have recognized, number one, you as a business owner or not, but you as a business owner have a choice who you do business with, who you who you enter into a contract with. And they realize that if, if they've gained your service, they know that taking care of you is really important. So the gratitude piece is really important. So back in, so in, in, in my in my career and in, in my business, my gratitude piece is, is this. So part of the, 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 the keys, which is a problem solving customer service and gratitude was, or was and is this. When I have to call, when I had to call the customers, the clients that owed that, that my former employer money, the person who took my phone call, thank you for taking my phone call. Secondly, 
thank you for letting me know, um, you know, why you didn't pay her. So what was the issue that needs to be resolved? And then third, thank you so much for cutting that check or doing electronic funds transfer so we're going to get paid. And then the last, last key is relationship building. And tonight, you notice we were just talking about this offline. You know, you and I both know that in business and in life, it's all about relationships. It's like, who knows you and then who you know. And, and in this case, I had to build relationships with people that I, when I had never met mm -hmm. on the phone, I'm on email, I'm asking questions, I've got to, I've got to dig into the weeds and then get them to help me figure out how come $8 million is, was sitting out there uncollected. So let me go back to the story. So as I said, I got hired. I talked to God. I got my got my got my keys, and then I collected six million dollars in sixty days, while you working part time. That is an amazing story. But and as you were talking, I'm thinking, you know, you and I are of a particular generation where we reached out and touched. We literally talked to someone. We touched them. Today is different. Like you said, everything's on social media. Everything's online. What's happening with customer service today? I mean. Bots are great, but they're not, it's not personable. Right. And I'm so glad you asked that because as, as a part of the story, what I like to say, like what I like to say, say it's I like to say it this way. You can't solve, you can't solve problems with 144 characters. <laughs> you can't. I listen, I love technology like anybody. I've worked in technology companies. So I listen, I I love it. It's fantastic. But I'm old school. I, I like to I like to do I like to do a blend. So yes, you know, the emails. We, everybody, you know, sends emails, 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 emails. That's fine. Eventually, I need to talk to somebody because here's the thing. Even though I, you know, you do your best to explain mm -hmm. the problem, the issue, the, the the discrepancy, whatever it is via email. Sometimes you have to check up, pick up the phone, or get on on, on a Zoom call, mm -hmm. or Google Meet, or or Microsoft Teams, or whatever it is. And sometimes you have to talk. First of all, what you're conveying via email can be mis misunderstood because bingo. It's it can be, you know, you 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 may not mean anything by what you said, because you know, you you hopefully what you do is you you read your email first, then you send it. But then sometimes, you know, hey, listen, we're here when you forget. You like, listen, I'm trying to get these coins. You just send it. And you're like, oh crap, I shouldn't have said it like that. <laughs> Whatever the thing was. And so then sometimes you got to do old school, get on the phone. Hey, listen, I, you know, send you this email. You have five minutes. Can we can can I can we talk about you know what's the issue? And then that's problem solving because problem solving isn't just you know send the email and pay my invoice sometimes it's okay the reason we haven't paid you is so let me just add add to add to the story so where i left off was that i had collected six million dollars then the unthinkable happened the ceo of the company says listen i want everybody to come down says we're gonna have a chat now if you've ever worked in corporate or, mm -hmm. you know the business if the ceo usually calls you calls everybody together it's usually bonuses acquisition layoff close mm -hmm. the company in my case unfortunately they were closing the company and they let all of us go. 100 people got, got let go two months before Christmas. After, now, I personally had collected $6 million. As I told y'all in the beginning of the story, I was part of a team. So I did my part. I got $6 million in and then my other, my other cohorts did their part. But anyway, once they got all the coins, they were like, listen, thank you so much for everything y'all did. Everybody, we're closing the company today. You got 30 minutes to go get that same box you came up in here with. And mm, mm, mm. So as I tell that story, most people are like, man, that was a lot. And then it was. And, and I, you know, and, and I want to be honest with the people that are listening, because here's the thing. You can see me today and see all the accolades as Antoinette read, read all, all of my things. 
But what you don't, what you have to understand was that I was a part-time person and my whole, my whole life got turned upside down. And then all my, everybody else I worked with, we all lost our jobs. So we lost our jobs. We lost our way to make money, mm-hmm. you know, and then the company is gone. And so why, why do I, why do I now do collect the cash is this, um, that happened to me. And I thought about it after, you know, after I calmed down, I was like, okay, this could happen again. And so let's fast forward to COVID 2020. Mm-hmm. Not only did the world get shut down, we watched major companies go out of business. If y'all are familiar with Payless Shoes, Charmin, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Payless Shoes, Charmin Charlie, um, Kmart. Those are the three stores that I know for sure that went out. Here's why, here's why this is personal to me. I love theater. So when we're talking about my fun fact, I forgot to say how much I love theater. So when Broadway shut down, I was like, okay, we got to talk about this. Because here's the thing. Broadway is a multi-million dollar business. The, the, the idea of Broadway. We're talking of, you think about it this way. Every theater is a business. Mm-hmm. It shows, which also has contracts with vendors to sell. Mm-hmm. T-shirts, food, whatever. When Broadway shut down, I said, wow, all those people that were counting on all those sales, those sales projections for their shows, mm-hmm. They were stuck. And there were there were actors and actresses that were doing Zooms and doing fundraisers and all the things trying to help help their help their fellow people get, you know, make money. But I was looking at the business side of the vendors who fi- who finally got their shot to be in 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 inside the theater to sell the t-shirt or to sell the chest or whatever it was. They had sales projections that they were counting, okay, this this theater is gonna run this show for X amount of days or X amount of weeks, and we're and there's there's two shows. A matinee at two and a one at seven. We're planning on selling this, and we've got our sales projection to make this much money. And now we're not. And we're it's gone. It's mm-hmm. gone. So when I saw that, internet, it was funny because I was like, "That's my story happening all over again." So what really got this all the way to be to be to be what it is today is my book coach. My book coach heard me tell my story, and she says, "D, what? How much money did you collect?" <laughs> And she was like, hold up. You did that for a small business? I said, yeah. Then she says, D, you have a system and you can teach us how to win. Now, Antoinette, we're of the age when we used to do double dutch. Now, you understand, uh-huh. I, I could not jump and I couldn't swing. Listen, <laughs> with that person who, who, who did singles. I could not, I could not, I promise you. So, so she and I played double dutch and she won, which is why there's now a collected cash book and talk and all the things. But here's the thing. I had to I had to find a way to tell the story, share the highs and the lows, and make it palatable for you know small and medium and larger companies who, who will listen to the story, you know, today and in the future to go, oh, so I'm not crazy when I'm when I'm asking my asking my clients to pay me. No, because here's the thing: the, the book is called Collect the Cash, but here's the subtitle: the sale is not complete until the money's in the bank. Bingo. There you go. Bingo. And that is, you know, D, you are, I'm just sitting here and I'm listening to you. And I, I'm thinking like, this is my sister from another mister because we're going through the same thing. You know, um, I did corporate America 32 years, you know, got the first layoff in 2005, way pre-COVID trying to figure out how I'm going to do this. You know, I'm of an age, I got the mortgage, I got the kids, da, da, da. And then the second layoff in 2018, I'm like, wait a minute, I'm too, you know, no one was hiring anybody over 55. And I'm like, okay, I got to start over. I mean, I can't just, you know, 
do nothing. So starting a business, that was new to me, but it was fun for me. Social media was great, but I couldn't collect the cash. I was yeah. not attracting, you know, people that was going to pay me. So I'm like, hmm, what is it? Is it me? You know, so I know it wasn't just me. And then, you know, as women, we are more like laid back. Okay. You know, we take the story. Uh, okay. I'll wait, you know, okay. And so I, when I, when I came across, I said, nah, D knows about cash flow and the lack of it. And she mm -hmm. can collect, you know, so she needs to be on this show so we can talk about this because, you know, how does a small business owner, uh, an encore entrepreneur, someone that has no experience because in corporate America or in any job, we have a job to do. We're not in HR. We're not in accounting. We're not in budgeting. We're not in financing. So, but how do we, you know, as a small business owner still, you know, maintain yeah. a business and then like, how do we go? Like what happened? What, why you ain't paying me? Right. Exactly. So Great question. So here's 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 a tip that that will help you today. Number one, as, as I say it this way, if, as as confident as you were to get this sale, you have to be just as confident to ask for your payments. That's the first thing. Number two, you need to have a contract or some kind of agreement that sp that spells out. This is you know you you done bought ten sets of sneakers. I'm gonna deliver some sets of ten sets of sneakers to you. I'm gonna invoice you. You're gonna pay me. What you can also do is call payment terms. You can do um, a deposit first, that's one, and make sure it clears. Mm -hmm. Number two, you can set up your payment schedule where, so let's say, let's say you're, you're doing, easiest as an example, let's say you're doing something for 90 days. It's easier this way. So you have a deposit. So deposit. Mm -hmm. And then in the contract, you spell out your terms. You're going to, you know, you're doing coaching services or whatever it is, and you're doing it for 90 days. The, the deposit goes first, well, comes through first. Then you do the service and then you, you invoice them or bill them and then you make sure that you collect your payment. And then and you also have some, I'm not her, so let me say this, I'm not an attorney. So I'm, I'm going to give you this, this is just me talking. So just be clear. So this would be the way I would do it. It would be, we'd have a, a, a conversation. We would have a contract. We would have a deposit. And then we'd have, say, we're going to work for 90 days. It'd be three payments of whatever the amount's going to be over the 90 days. When the, you know, we, I provide the service and then I bit, I invoice you or I bill you. And then I'm either billing you and you're, you're, you're giving me your credit card or I'm swiping it or however we're, we're doing the payment arrangement, but we're doing that. And here's the thing. If the, if the, when the first hiccup happens, if the payment doesn't go through you and you, in your contract, it needs to say, you know, basically that basically if the, if there's an issue with the payments, there will be no further services. No further service. It's financial issue. So how, and again, there's probably, probably more, uh, uh, appropriate legal legal ease for that, but mm -hmm. me and my world, if the payments don't come through, we're not doing any more work. It's really it's real simple for me. And then we right, start, real easy, but yeah. But then, but here's the thing. Now the problem solving piece and the customer service piece is okay. Hey, let's get on the phone and let's talk because I you know num number one, life happens. I think the kids say it, it's life be life, and I think what the kids say. So <laughs> life be life, and so is life be life, and or old folks we just say life happens. Life happens. Yeah. You got to have a conversation. You got to have a conversation. Okay. I know, you know, I, you know, I provided the service. I went to bill you. I noticed, you know, the credit card didn't go through or the payments happened. What's going on? You give them a chance to explain the story to you. And then you have to make a decision whether, you know, if you have vetted them enough to figure out whether you are good with, okay, I know their character. I know them as a, as a person. And that if they tell me the payment will, will be done, it will be in in two days. Okay, great. I'm going to wait that. I'm going to wait for that. 
if in if in 24 to 48 hours that payment hasn't come through, then you need to stop that. And then number one, you need to have get on have another call. Number two, make a change to the contract where either you pause your services or you say, okay, until you're sure that you can actually make this payment, we cannot, we can, we can't keep doing it because this is this is not charity. This is business. This is business. And so you can you can stop that. And then third thing is also. Make sure that you that you have you have you know you have spelled out what are you what are you del delivering to them, how are you supposed to invoice them, how are you supposed to get paid, and what happens if you don't get paid. Now, I know a lot of people say, well, you know that sounds that sounds really nice. Well, it's, I'm not trying to be nice. I'm just trying to tell you <laughs> the best way to handle this because, I, as I said, of my four keys, relationship building is another one of those keys. And here's the thing: if you if you landed this client, this customer, you're hoping to get repeat business. And how exactly. How you handle this part of, of, of your transactions is important because as we joke and talk about these social media streets, it takes somebody 30 seconds to go Facebook Live, Instagram Live, LinkedIn Live. And you know, I had this experience with you know, da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. and that reputation that you that that service or, or business that you built up can be destroyed, destroyed instantly. All it takes is somebody's girl, did you see that live? And, and that's it. And we're we're of that part where reputation is everything. And I think what people don't understand in terms of Relationships and business is this. I understand and I make it clear to entrepreneurs. There you there will be some times where you have customers that are challenging and you have to decide sometimes, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna terminate this contract. I'm gonna cut, I'm gonna cut my losses. Cut my losses. And you're just done. I don't I, part of why I do what I do is I don't want to see small businesses go out of business and I don't want to see you keep losing money. But if you don't handle things right on the front end through your sale, through your contract your terms and conditions, through your invoicing, through your payments. And also you have to, you just as I said before, as you was comfortable to ask for the sale, you have to be just as comfortable to ask for the business, ask for your payments, because this isn't charity. You're in business. You, you, they, uh, they came to you to buy whatever you sell. Mm -hmm. You agreement, you, they were buying this, you're invoicing them, we're getting paid. That's it. But do things go left? Absolutely. Yes. All the time. And, and you also have to be prepared for that financially. And mentally, and if it happens to you, it's it's one of those. Unfortunately, it's one of those lessons in life that you have, and you go, okay, I know now. Hmm. Payment terms. Got to make sure I get. Bingo. I got to get my deposit, or 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 you can do it this way. If you don't, if you don't want to deal with payment terms, you can tell them, listen, fifty percent now, and fifty percent in thirty days. I mean, just like it's no different than people that are. I think I think it's painters. People that come in and paint your house. They when they come in, they get a quote. They tell you. Mm -hmm. Do these rooms, it costs X amount. Before they go, go order one can of paint. Coins and money is, is up front. And here's the thing. If you can't make your payment, guess what? You get, they're not going to finish painting. You're going to be like, somebody like, man, I got half a room painted. Right, because you didn't make finish payments. payments. Here's the thing. People aren't, generally speaking, people aren't trying to not pay you. Life happens, which is why the problem-solving piece is really important because you need to find out what happened. Secondly, sometimes you're going to have to take an L and it's a lesson learned and you have to learn, okay, if I do business with, with anybody similar to this again, or they, I hear this story again, mm -mm, I already, already been here, done that, got the t-shirt, not, nope, appreciate you, but I, nope, I'm not getting And you just have to know that that's, that's a part of business. Imagine, like I shared at the beginning of my story, I didn't expect to go to work one day and, you know, collect, you know, work on a part-time basis and collect all this money and to be brought downstairs with my entire company to be told, thank you, and you're out. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish you all the best. But here's the thing. 
though that experience is what made me become who I am today, which made me write the book and become a speaker and 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 do the things that and offer services now and and talk about talk about this part of business because what I what I see on the social media streets is this everybody talks about sales, marketing and uh, funnels and all the things, but nobody talks about well what happens if you don't get paid? Collect the cash, collect the cash. That's right, collect that's right, and that's why. I have the expert on here talking about collect the cash that, you know, it's great. Have that conversation, get that contract. But bottom line is collect the cash. So D, let's take this quick break. Um, when we come back, we're going to continue the conversation because D, you are so spot on. You are a cash flow guru. And I, you know what? I don't even like that term guru or expert, but you're the cash flow speaker, the author of collect the cash. And she works with small, medium size, and large IT and software companies to collect the cash. So if you're an entrepreneur, solopreneur, side hustler, big business, small business, medium size business, and you need to collect the cash, you better stay with us because we're going to talk with D. And don't forget, you can find and follow me on all my social media platforms by using the Linktree ID, A Blake Enterprises. We'll be right back. Have you put in place the tools and marketing strategies that will drive the revenue and growth outcomes for your business? Are you looking to expand your brand and image nationally and globally? Commercials, podcasting, graphics, and marketing support are just some of the ways we can dress up your business for prime time. We are EliteConversations.com. To learn more about us, Check us out at EliteConversations.com, our website, email us at ecpodcastmedia at gmail.com, or call us at 301-900-5703. There are many people that need to know about the wonderful products and services you have to offer. Let Elite Conversations help you to get the word out. Are you ready to join the billion-dollar podcasting industry? If so, Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio is ready for you. Whether you're just starting out and have no equipment or you are a seasoned pro but need help with production, Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio has everything you need. Conveniently located in Middletown, Delaware, Blake's state-of-the-art production facilities make producing your first or 100th podcast a breeze. No matter what kind of project you have in mind, the professionals at Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio can help with your production or give you the tools to produce it on your own. At the heart of Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio is award-winning blogger, vlogger, and CEO Antoinette Blake. And her goal is simple, to help one more entrepreneur be successful. So stop making excuses and start making your podcast, audiobook, e-course, and other online dreams come true. Call Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio now, 302-261-3530. That's 302-261-3530. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Antoinette Blake, the CEO of A. Blake Enterprises, and here on Out and About with Antoinette. Every week on a Wednesday, I am interviewing a guest from in and around the state of Delaware who's doing positive things in their communities. And today I got a dynamo. D, oh my God, D Bowden has been like, ugh, if you missed any part of this, you better listen to it again because we are talking about 
how to collect the cash. You know, there are certain things that all business owners know, right? And she wants to work with you. If you're having a problem and you know, you, you're feeling uncomfortable about how to collect the money, collect the cash. Because what happened was, you know, D, D is the person that you need to, you know, talk to. And uh, D, thank you. I mean, just going back and listening to this, and I know this is a show that I'm going to listen to over and over again, because you put together some three C's, you know, you have that conversation, right? And mm -hmm. you put that contract together yes. and then you collect the cash. Right. And sometimes when you have a problem with collecting the cash, it's simply having that conversation. Right. What happened? Because nine times out of 10, people are not trying to scam. Exactly. They just, they're not getting as much as they think that they're supposed to get, or they expected something different from, right? From the results were, you know, because in my situation, you know, my clients think, you know, in 30, 60, 90 days, they're going to have a million followers. It don't work that way. You're building a relationship, a real relationship, because the days are gone where we give away money all willy nilly. Remember back in the 80s, 70s and 80s, it didn't matter. You know, I went to the store. They went to pay less, went to Kmart. We just bought, right? We just bought. Now we have the smartphone where we can review and compare. Mm -hmm. So why am I going to spend this amount of money at that store when I can get it someplace else and get it delivered in less than two days, right? Or now it's right. like two hours. So right, right. collect the cash. You know, talk about the book. I mean, like you said, the book came from what you had in your head, but putting yes. it together. Yes. <laughs> Sure Your double dutch partner put it before, together before, actually, for you. before I go to the book, I want to talk about something you just said, which was you talked about um, the stores. And um, here's a here's a here's a fun here's a here's kind of an old school fun fact. If you if you if you're familiar with um, the term layaway, yes. Okay, layaway is is a perfect example of collecting the cash because you went to the store. I mean, I grew up on layaway, and I'm matter of fact, I would rather. I wish I wish I I wish we had more layaway and less credit. I promise you, because it's like man. You know, you get these credit cards, you be getting in trouble. But I, I, I digress. But <laughs> here's a lesson about here's a lesson about collecting cash through layaway. When you work, when you walked into whatever store, let's say I, might, I think it might have might have might have been Kmart. That had Kmart. Mm -hmm. So holiday season, your parents worked, and they were they. You know, you you made your wish list. You know, mom, dad, I would like you know A, B, and C. They're like, okay, I don't have all the coins right now. But what do they do? They went. They got their get got your item. They took it to the to the lady or the person in the back. They put it on layaway. First thing they did is they entered into a contract with Kmart. And what you know, and you filled out a form and you said mm -hmm. buying this and you and you, uh, there was uh, there was a deposit. This is a perfect example. Oh yes, God. this you that you gave them a deposit, and then they took your item and they put it in the back. They put your name and your phone number back in the day. Put your name and your phone number. Now I'm sure now, but if I had, probably had email, but they had your name and phone number, and it sat tagged with your information in a spot in the back. And you had a contract, so you made a deposit. And then you had a payment schedule. Yes, yes. You had a payment schedule. You had it either every week, every two weeks, or every month, whatever it was. You, you tell them, okay, I can make these payments, blah, blah, blah. So you came in and you kept your payments. But here's the thing. You did not get to leave with that item until you paid it in, in full. Full. Period. However long it took you, how long, however long it took you. But here's the thing. So this this lesson about collecting cash is this: layaway on on the personal side. You know, it's 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 the same thing because there was a deposit made, your items were held, you made your payments, but you entered into a contract. A better a better um, example for this too is the cell phone. 
Can I, can I, can I teach about the cell phone? Sure. Tell me, so, tell us about the cell phone. <laughs> everybody who's listening, everybody listen to this fabulous conversation. Y'all, y'all have cell phones, whether you're team iPhone or team Android. Here's, a, here's what happens in your business with the cell phone. This is a teaching moment. You walk into whatever phone store it is. Hey, well, hey, welcome in, uh, D. Thanks for coming in. What brings you in today? Well, you know, I had this issue with my phone. And you sit there and you're like, for, before they even get started, they usually take your driver's license and they confirm who you are in the system. Then they'll say, they'll, they'll look at your account and they'll tell you, you know, you're eligible for an upgrade. You're like, I didn't come in here for an upgrade. I just came to get this button to work. So <laughs> before you know it, the, the beginning of a sales conversation has started because they put they plant the idea that you are eligible for an upgrade. So that's the sales part of the, of the phone, the new phone that's coming. So they start to start with that. And then you, you go, well, you know, my phone is a year old, two years old, whatever. And you're like, well, yeah, I could, I could do the upgrade. So then the person is like, well, are you, would you consider it? Now the sales question, then they, they offer you the opportunity to walk around the store and go look, for, go look at the new phones. You find the new phone. You're like, oh man, I'm oh man, this new phone has got the watch and it's got the the the, the uh, non non core charger and whatever the things are. So you got the new so you got the new sale that's already started. And then they say, would you like to enter a new contract? And you say, yeah. And then they'll say, well, you know, you know, we can take your old phone mm -hmm. and the credit and put it toward your put put it toward the new phone and the new contract. And then you next thing you know, so here's a so here's a lesson. Number one, there's a new sale. Number two, there's a new contract. Number three. They have what's called order for order entry. So that person takes the by, the, the barcode on the back of the of the box of the phone and they scan they scan it in and they enter in all the information into the system. So you got a sale, you got a contract, you got order 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 entry. Order fulfillment is they're they're you're doing inventory. They got they have 10, 10 phones. Now they got to track it. And they go okay, we got to replace this. So sale, contract, order fulfillment, order entry. Then they say enter that. When would you like? What you know? What do you? What, what would you like your your what date would you like for your your bill? And you say, oh, you know, I pay my bills on the fifteenth of the last day of the month. And they're like, okay, well, we we'll, we will set you up in a system that your your invoice, your bill from the phone company comes to you on this date because you have entered into a contract with them for this new phone. So we don't have a sale, a new contract, order entry, order fulfillment, accounts payable, which is the company bills you, they bill you, accounts receivable is that they collect the cash from mm -hmm. now. So sale, contract, order entry, order fulfillment, accounts payable is the company bills you, accounts receivable is you pay them, and then you take yourself over to the cash register and you give them cash, <laughs> credit card, and you're waiting for these two magical boards that says transaction approved because you don't get to leave that you don't get to leave that store that phone store without paying for it in full or at least making a deposit on it, and then they'll say your okay your your monthly bill is this. And your monthly bill has now increased because you have the, the you're paying for the services of the phone plus the new phone. Because if you didn't buy the phone outright, then you're putting the phone basically putting the phone on layaway, right? On your on your on your plan, and you you're making your payments until it's, it's paid off. But what I just what I just described to you is what happens in business. There is all you should there should always be a sale. There should be a contract. There should be order entry. Where put the information into a, a tracking system. Order fulfillment. What are you doing? Are you providing services? A product? A, a mixture billing you have to, accounts payable there you're billing your client accounts payable they're they're paying you and then you have the transaction approved in a section called notes notes is if, if notes is basically if you if something goes left or right you have a way to track you know what's going on if there's a problem but what i described with the cell phone that's what everybody does in business that's your business because every whether like i said your team iphone or android it doesn't matter 
What I just described is what happens with your business. And if you're tracking it correctly, the minute the payment doesn't come in, you should have a system to let you know, oh, missed a payment from a client. Need, I need, need to have a follow-up. Need to be doing that. Here's the thing. I promise you, the cell phone people don't have an issue co collecting the cash at all. Never, never. They got a little button that says disconnect these services. Temporarily disconnect. You know how you always call your dial number? Like the, the number you reach is out of service. You oh, somebody didn't pay their bill. <laughs> exactly. And D, that is so spot on. If we ran our business like Verizon, T, you know, T-Mobile, and we would never have that problem because we have no payment, no service. Yep. Period. That's, Period. And, that's, and that's the that's the lesson that I that that I got one day talking about collected cash. And it was just like, and as a matter of fact, another buddy goes, Man, that's brilliant. He's like, you gotta use they're like, you gotta, you gotta use that one. I'm like, and so that's, yeah, that's they, you know what? You have used, and I want other people to use you in a good way. Because how do we get a hold of you? How do people get a hold of you and to work with you or just to, to glean this knowledge? That sure you, thing. you're putting out here. Well, first of all, answer that. Let me first of all say thank you for having me be having me be on the show. That's number one. So here's a couple of things. One, if you want to learn more about me and what I do, you can get the book Collect the Cash. You can go to www.collectthecash.biz forward slash book. That's www.collectthecash.biz forward slash book. This the, the cell phone story that I just told is in the book. Plus, it, I give you scripts and lessons on. How to how to mentally prepare yourself for collecting your outstanding invoices. That's one. Number two, um, following me on social media. We talked earlier about LinkedIn. LinkedIn, LinkedIn, if you're a business owner, link connect with me on LinkedIn. So it's it's you know LinkedIn slash devoted. So that's that. But again, the website for the book, www.collectedthecash.biz forward slash book. That's www.collectedthecash.biz forward slash book. And here's the thing, you get the book from me directly versus going to Amazon, I sign it and send it to you personally. Well, I'm going to be ordering my book. Thank you very much because I want to collect the cash. Dot biz forward slash book. You know, I'm yes. going to get my book because um, it is, you know, I'm again, I'm an encore entrepreneur. And so I'm of a different era, different generation. And even though, you know, it's a business, we tend to be like, oh, okay. But we can't be, oh, okay. Because it's not oh, okay. And we got to let people know that it's not okay. You know, when you enter a contract with anyone, yeah. you, you're obligated to do that. And right. I know, you know, I mean, I, I ask all my guests before, before I let them go to leave us a wow, you know, words of wisdom. And I know now you guys think, okay, because you have so many wows, I want you to like give us that one wow that's like going to blow our minds because you are so... I mean, you've got so much knowledge about this that it's, it's just unbelievable. Well, thank you. So here's your wow. Four things. Decide, commit, focus, and succeed. Ooh. You, and if you, when you go into business, you go into business because you've made a decision. You have to focus on your business. Decide. Commit. So you got to commit to your business. You got to commit to whether. Let me say it this way, because you may you may have some people that are that are that are you know nine to fivers and are building their building 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 their business on a on a, as a side hustle. So let me say this: whether you are a full time entrepreneur, full time business owner, if you're a dualpreneur, which means you still have a career and you're you're building your business, or you might be thinking, man, when I get to a certain age, I think I want to start a business. All the things. If you plan to be successful in life, period, it's four things you have to decide. 
You have to commit. You have to focus. And you got to see yourself succeeding. The, all, all, all the people that we love in sports and in theater and all the things, they did these four things. If you get to interview any of them, they'll tell you, I made a decision to do dot, dot, dot. I got committed to do dot, dot, dot. I focused on it. You know, you know, the basketball players will tell you, uh, I was in the, I was at on the court early in the morning after school. I did 3,000 shots or whatever it was, blah, 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 blah. And they saw themselves. What's, what's the vision that you have for your life? How do you see yourself? Or how do you want to see yourself? Maybe that's a better question. Mm -hmm. Want to see yourself? You got You have to believe that you can do it. It's not it, this. We're we're we are not in the I dream of Jeannie generation anymore. <laughs> Can't rub that bottle it and make it a ain't wish. no more. We gotta do something different. But if you take decide, commit, focus, and succeed, you can achieve whatever you want to achieve. But you, you know, it, it's it's gonna come with hard work. It's gonna come with some sacrifices. It's definitely gonna come with some challenges. But you gotta believe that you're bigger and stronger than the challenges that you face. And if you've lived long, if you've lived longer than than two two minutes or two days. You got it. You can do it. So believe in yourself and, and go be great. See, I'm like, you know, I'm thinking, okay, when am I having her on my show next? Because you, I mean, I'm just loving everything that, that we, that you talked about, that we talked about. Um, you just blew my mind, man. What happened was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what happened was my mind. I am so <laughs> in awe of you. And I want to thank you so very much for joining me today on Out and About with Antoinette. You know, keep on keeping on. God bless you, your mission, your vision. You got this, girl. You got thank this. You. Appreciate it. And everyone, thank you for listening to today's episode of Out and About with Antoinette, because every week I have the privilege of interviewing a guest from in and around the state of Delaware who's doing great things in their communities. And we're in Maryland with D. So if you'd like to be a guest or you know someone that'd be a good guest for Out and About with Antoinette, please send an email to info at A. Blake Enterprises. And don't forget, you can find and follow me on all my social media platforms, including my blog and my vlog by simply using the link tree ID, A. Blake Enterprises. Thank you for listening. And please share this podcast link with your family, your friends, your bae and your boo too. And until the next time, stay smart, stay safe and stay social because I will see you in cyberspace. See ya. It's the DE Diva. AKA the Delaware blogger wishing you and yours a beautifully blessed day. Bye-bye.